This just in. When the order came to retreat, one man stayed, and so did we. I'm Darren. I'm Andrew. And welcome to 250, your weekly look at the IMDb's top 250 movies of all time. This week, we're taking a look at a relatively new entry on the chart. Hacksaw Ridge, directed by Mel Gibson, starring Andrew Garfield. It's a tale of one man's heroism in the face of great adversity during the Second World War. Yes, it's, it, this is a great story. It really is. It's a story of Desmond Doss. Now, we're not going to talk too much in depth because we're going to get into the spoilers of it, but he's a, he was a conscientious objector from Virginia who enlisted in the U.S. Army during the Second World War and served in the Pacific Theater. During his time serving in the Army, uh, Doss came up against all sorts of prejudice as a man who refused, due to his religious beliefs, to hold a rifle or to take he, an he enemy life. He was a Seventh-day Adventist, wasn't he? He was, but, I But he had a very personal conviction re, 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 regarding the, the, the use of guns and, 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 and of taking life. Yeah, like for example, it isn't just that he won't shoot a weapon, it's that he, he won't physically hold a weapon during the, the drilling or whatever. But we're getting sort of ahead of ourselves here. But the story is he became, he wanted to serve it's his country. the premise. Yeah. It is the premise. He wanted to serve his country. Uh, and in doing so, he enlisted and he wanted to become a combat medic. Because he believed that he could actually do good and he could help people. And he makes a very good point at some point around the middle of the film where he says, like, the state the world's in, having one person who wants to save life rather than take life, is that such a bad thing? And Hacksaw Ridge is kind of, is that story. It's the story of, of Desmond Doss as he tries to uh, navigate sort of the, the demands placed on him and as he kind of sees if he can prove it, if he can make a difference despite his refusal to conform to sort of expectations of a soldier. Um, this is also notable. It got a Best Picture nomination during the week. It got a Best Actor nomination for Garfield. And it got a Best Director nomination for Mel Gibson. Um, so it, it is a very popular film. I mean, it's been on the IMDb since late last year. We're only reviewing it now because it was literally only released in Ireland. Yeah. Um, so a lot of you have probably seen it three or four times illegally. Yeah. <laughs> Where, um, but yes. So, or, or you've seen it legally because you're in, in another country. Um, as opposed to whatever other means you may have used to see this or film. Or you're in another country where it's out and you've watched it illegally still. Yes, there are any number of possibilities for this. I have a pet theory about why it took so long to release this in, in Europe as compared to, say, the United States or Australia, where it was developed and it was released around, say, September, October-ish. But I just want to talk, like, Andrew, let, let's let's sort of just talk about whether we liked the film or we didn't like the film, and let's talk about, like, how we would rank it. So, first, uh -huh. first question, right? Yeah. Does this deserve to be on the list of the top 250 movies of all time, in your opinion? No. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, sorry, that was a very contradictory statement. Andrew says no. Dan <laughs> says yes. Yes, I agree with that. Yes, you said. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just so let's let's fight over it. Uh, yeah, I, I would sort of agree with that. I don't think it's a particularly brilliant piece of film. And I actually have several severe issues with the story as it's told. But, I mean, do you want to talk yeah, about it? Yeah, because I, 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 I think maybe listening to the first minute... You you would think oh these two guys like 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 the movie yeah I don't like the movie I I think it's a great story I think the movie is not good I I it it was it was it was at some point watching it I had that that realization when I know I'm going to be talking about this movie and I thought I sh I should try I should try and think of some things that I like about this movie and make sure I mention them. Because I don't want to be, I don't want to be, be too overly negative. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> don't want to be. So it's that kind of experience for me. I didn't think it was that bad personally. I I liked obviously the story is very good. I thought, and this is this is sort of we'll talk about why it why it got on the list and why it got the sort of the Oscar nomination that got. And I have several theories about that. But one of the things that struck me about watching it is that the first half is really not good. 
The first half has a lot of concentrated problems, and we'll probably talk about what we think those problems are sort of generally before we get into specifics. But the second half actually, I think, works a lot better, if only because the characters stop talking. The characters stop having dialogue, and you get to the stage where Gibson can sort of carry the film through his direction. Like, I think it's very well directed. I think there are, I have some very, I think there are some very questionable choices in there. I think there's uh, some very poor storytelling decisions, but I think the actual direction as a piece of film, the final hour of Hacksaw Ridge is a, is a visceral and a raw and a, like an uncomfortable and powerful experience that reminds you of how good Gibson can be as a director. But, I, I okay. disagree with that. Okay. You disagree with that? You, you yeah. wouldn't even go that far. I, I, I wouldn't even go that far. Right. I, 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 and and uh, to be honest with you, um, if those are the three nominations that it got, then I, I don't think it deserved any of them. Any of them? Okay, no. interesting. Because, I mean... Let's let's talk about. I mean, this. Have it, I, I I haven't seen every movie this year. I just thought, didn't think that that well, that that any any of that that it either deserved a nomination for 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 best actor. On 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 like what? I I know I know for best actress that 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 there were a lot of uh, people didn't make the cut. Yeah, um, and there was a there was some there was a big upsets and surprises in there. Uh, with the best actor, who's upset about that really? Like like mm-hmm. it, who cares? Ryan Reynolds is sitting at home crying into his cornflakes because he's Ryan really... Reynolds didn't get a best actor a nomination. A best actor nomination and, and J- Andrew Garfield did. This is a crime, people, and Andrew doesn't even like Deadpool. Well, that I was much. just saying, who cares? Yeah, fair point. Now I know somebody who cares. Yeah, well, you know that actually Jake Gyllenhaal of all things, or Jake Gyllenhaal, apologies for the mispronunciation. He um he was asked about what he thought were the biggest snubs of the Oscars, and keeping in mind that he worked with Amy Adams on Nocturnal Animals. Yeah, it was kind of funny watching him answer that question because he didn't hesitate. He was just like Ryan Reynolds. Somewhere you imagine Amy Adams is sort of sitting there, like stabbing a voodoo doll. Wait a second, do we say Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? Ryan Reynolds. Oh, he didn't get it. Yeah, of course he didn't. <laughs> just so we're clear on this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and, yeah. and people are conf- uh, people are probably confused about how enthusiastic about Andrew how was. enthusiastic I was about Ryan Reynolds, having said the exact opposite when we did with La La Land. Yeah, but but. You'll also realize from La La Land that I misspeak a lot. Yeah, I believe I said "Sound of Music" when I when I meant uh, "Singing in the Rain." Ah, they're both musicals. I thought you were. More, I thought you were speaking. One more... I like, one I don't. <laughs> I thought more generally you were talking about the pleasure of listening to the sound of music. But um, here's the thing: that's so you like. I can easily name ten films for the past year that I think were better. I can name five directors who I think did a better job. I can name five actors who I think did a better job. One of them is Andrew Garfield himself in Silence, which we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, casually but I think one of the things that got me about like I think I can see why voters would want to nominate Hacksaw Ridge for the Oscars like, I'd be I, interested to know I, I is it something you want to cover in the spoiler zone or well no I think I think just generally like I think that it's like there's an argument that like when you're going for the best or you're going for an Oscar nomination you need to appeal to certain parts of the base and there are certain demographics that exist so there are the older That's very pre- cynical it is very cynical but i mean it's the oscars so there's the older prestige voters who will go with la la land for example there's the actors who will go with la la land for example there's the the people who are conscious about like social relevance who will go with moonlight there are for example the red meat voters and they are the people who will go for hacksaw ridge these are the people who like a bit of grizzle um in their nominations they're the kind of people 
who thought that the best year of the Oscars was when Saving Private Ryan and Thin Red Line got a nomination for Best Picture. They like their big bombastic tales and stuff. I think both of them are better than this. Oh, both of them are far better than this. And I think I'm actually disappointed. One of the reasons I'm disappointed with this getting the nomination is that there are much better choices for those voters. Like, one of the things that struck me looking at the Oscar nominations was, have you seen Hell or High Water? I have not. Hell I've, or... I've, 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 I've heard that you quite like it. I love Hell or High Water. It was one of it, it got a Best Picture nomination, but it didn't get a Best Director nomination, and it got squeezed out of the Best Actor category. It got a Best Supporting Actor nomination, but it's a much better like red meat sort of old school Hollywood um, action adventure masculine film. And if you're looking at stuff like Hacksaw Ridge, deals with the idea of say faith, right? Right. Uh, I think that Silence, which while I didn't love it, I thought Silence did a much better job of exploring like the themes that. And we'll talk a bit more about the themes in depth when we get to spoiler zone. But I think, like, Silence did a much better job of looking at the themes of, like, what does God mean in a world full of horrors and terrors? And what does it mean to exist in that world and to try to do good in that world? Which I think is one of the... Well, sen- for, from, from the way you talk about Silence, sorry, yeah. um, it sounds like a subtle and well-thought-out kind of um, Well, it's not even movie. that, yeah. I, well, I, the, yeah. From, from the way you describe it, the movie we watched... <laughs> What was what, what wasn't really one of those things. This was a very obvious, heavy-handed movie. movie. Yeah, and I mean, there there was there, there was no subtlety at any point. No, whatsoever. I mean, whether like, whether that's in the acting, or whether that's in the direction. I suspect a lot of it was in the script, and we'll probably we'll talk. Or a bit, in script, of course. We'll talk script. a bit more about the examples from the script, but like one of the opening lines of the film is. A bunch of kids playing on top of a rock and a bunch of adults looking up at them and going, damn fool kids, they're as crazy as their father, which is just a terrible way of like conveying information. Like, if you want us to believe the kids are foolish, then just show us the kids are foolish. If you want us to gather that they're the product of a father who is dealing with mental issues, just show us a father who's dealing with mental issues. This happens throughout the film. Characters repeatedly state incredibly obvious thematic statements. Like, oh, you can't possibly serve in the army if you don't take a gun. I don't think characters made that point often enough. Like, I feel (laughs) like like that was under underdeveloped. Yeah, nothing, nothing is 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 shown. (laughs) Everything everything is is told, and everything is told repeatedly is the problem as well. Like, yeah, everything is so hackneyed as well there's not there's hardly anything in this movie that's not in like big capital letters yeah that, that and and that you haven't seen in another movie yeah like the 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 stars the the where 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 the two people watching the kids as as you say are like damn oh, that's, cool kids yeah that's that's crazy old man uh yeah old man dos old man dos's kids um but before that even happens, it's like, hey, I'll race you to the t- to the to the top, and it's like, how many how many like flashbacks where 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 it shows somebody as an adult, and then it says sixteen years earlier, as him and his brother like, and how um, many of those conversations end with race you to the top? I'll race you to the top. That, that's the like, it's just become a cliche. And like, Hacksaw Ridge just embraced it. There's it's another, so cliche. There's another moment where like they're looking at like. There's a moment where one one of the characters has a picture of his sweetheart that he keeps in his Bible, for example, to go by. But there's, there's oh my a, god! There's another moment where a character sees that picture and actually says the line "heck of a dame." Heck like, of a dame. Like you get the sense that Hacksaw Ridge is not so much assembled from the reality of serving in World War Two as like from the 1950s or 40s propaganda pieces starring Frank Sinatra. I was trying to think of movies that this is like, 
And it, as, as, like aside from the story, which is an interesting story, it's a great story, and deserves to be told, and I'm glad it has been. It's just that this, they there were so many things aside from aside from the cliches. Which in 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 a movie that didn't get nominated for so many Oscars, you would kind of forgive. You would you would kind of forgive. Yeah. Like a movie I a movie I saw recently that I thought was 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 very cliched and like not very subtle was um, the Intern, which with with Anne Hathaway and, and oh and uh, Robert, Robert De, Niro. De Niro. Yeah. And 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 like that that that, that like that was an in in. It was trying to say kind of like interesting things about things, but not in a way that was that was at all subtle <laughs> or, and nuance, or yeah. nuance or like had any sort of intelligence. And it was a yeah. lot of like really obvious stuff and, yeah. and that. Like I remember but, when but that... men used to be like people who would commit sexual assault. <laughs> what happened to them? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, the yeah, that movie at least like it 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 didn't have the people don't talk talk about those. And yeah. They're they're. They, People don't talk about those Diamond Dozen movies the way they talk about Hacksaw Ridge, and the because reason is those it. movies are Diamond Dozen. Yeah. But um, because this is a like an in inverted commas prestige picture, um, where um, we're all supposed to go go crazy about it. Yeah. It's it's World War Two, and it's remembering our fallen comrades, which is great. Read a book about it. I'm sure it is a very good one. Well, also there are like several really really good films, and there are several television shows that are fantastic. Like I get the sense that I liked it more than you did, even though neither of us thinks it's worthy of being on the list, and neither of us thinks it's worthy of an Oscar nomination. I actually really liked the final hour. I thought that Gibson captured the horrors of war quite well. There were some issues, and we'll probably talk about those a bit more depth to get the spoilers. But I think in terms of like depicting the battles, like I thought the scale of the horror that it captured in terms of the reality of combat in World War Two was was impressive. Yeah, but th- that's that's not an accident. Yeah. I mean, this could have been a movie. That wasn't about World War Two, and Mel Gibson would have found a way to include all of the horrors of of, <laughs> of day-to-day existence. Yeah, really yeah, there see... would have been some sort of blood and gore and torture, and people like being suffering. torn apart. Yeah, and yeah, apart. yeah. I like with, that... with 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 heavy religious overtones, which yeah. uh, I I like movies that have religion as as their theme because i I don't think we discuss it enough. I think it's like yeah. religion is something that we don't talk about, and it becomes an issue when we don't talk about. It. I think it's something worth discussing what faith and religion and spirituality are. But this was so heavy-handed. Oh, and wow. there, there was there was no doubt whatsoever as as to what the viewpoint uh, if, of the film. Yeah, and character if we were. didn't know already how um, religious Mel Gibson is. Yeah, and by the way, how messed up Mel Gibson is. Is that is that is that how controversial he is? Perhaps. Well, I don't know how controversial it is to say that he's messed up. Um, Andrew's taking a bold stance here. I, I, I don't know if anyone's going to think any no, less of, of, of Mel Gibson, of Mel Gibson a... for me saying that, that that we should think less of Mel Gibson. Based uh, on all the stuff that he's done. Don't, don't, is... don't think less of Mel Gibson because I say so. <laughs> think less of Mel Gibson because of all of the it's... things that people already know about. Yeah. I mean, This is one of the things that really got me. I'm actually quite glad that we didn't record Hacksaw Ridge, this, this podcast, earlier. Because I think I would have... Um, I think I would have. Ha- I would never have predicted him getting a best actor nomination. Oh, sorry, best director nomination. I, I certainly didn't predict him getting a best actor nomination. But I certainly wouldn't have seen um, Gibson getting the forgiveness or the reconciliation that comes with like being on the list of the five best directors in a year. 
Um, and I don't think many people did, actually, because if you look at the, the prognosticators, they were really surprised by it. Hollywood seems to have forgiven Gibson, which is, is remarkable given that they already forgave him once and he still messed up. Like, so for those who aren't aware, um, and I feel like in case we feel like we're being vague or unfair, we should very casually gloss over the incidents in question. I think if you're not aware, then you probably ought to be aware. Yeah, you should probably Google them. But like stuff like when he was arrested on for driving under the influence using racial and sexist slurs against the officer in question, that was recorded and released. He apologized. He was forgiven. Then he was accused of beating his wife. And there was a recording leaked of that in which he made several anti-Semitic slurs. He also made several racial slurs and suggested against violence against color. women. Against people of color. And suggested that violence should be committed against her. Like... Mel Gibson, it's not that Mel Gibson has been judged harshly or unfairly, like, or that there's a lack of evidence. Mel Gibson has been given the chance to be forgiven and has sort of thrown it away. And that's why I'm surprised to see him back, which is, I suppose I shouldn't be, because Roman Polanski won a Best Picture Oscar, won a Best Director Oscar yeah, in 2002. And, and I think we talked about this on the podcast before, about about, Death of cri- about, about criticizing a director or an, act, or an actor ad hominem. Yeah. I think you can appreciate their work um outside of that yeah like i i think and i, I think, think it sir- is like gibson is a gibson is a great director i would i would i will step to the post and say gibson is a fantastic i would say apocalypto is one of the best movies of the 21st century so far wow i really have you seen it i haven't i wholeheartedly recommend it. it's it's one of the best chase movies i've ever seen um and he is a phenomenal director and i do think that hacksaw ridge is great i do think however that when you're being nominated for an award like the oscars it does come, it does have that political or representative subtext that should be considered. And you should say... Well, certainly in these days. Yeah. Certainly in these days, and certainly with Hollywood taking, like, a stance on stuff like, say, Trumpism. Like, I, I think... I don't know. I, I do think that if you are positioning yourself as somebody with moral authority about an individual's actions, or behaviours or views, I think that there is an element of you should be somewhat consistent in them. Yeah. Although, although I would say that... I think we were talking about this as well. I think the the Oscars ought, um say best best picture Oscar. Yeah. Should be um if it's if it's five pic, uh, pictures that are nominated. Yeah. Then it, those five should be um the best uh five pictures of that year in the opinion of the, the voters. Yeah. Specifically, yeah, specifically the Academy voters. If it's the case that um that the choices aren't very representative, whether in terms of diversity, uh, diversity. Then what that probably says is that the academy isn't very diverse. Yeah, and should 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 um, and 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 I, and I think the choices would be more diverse if the academy were more diverse. Yeah, but I but I don't think you can judge the academy for the for 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 the choices that um it makes. I I, I personally. Uh, I would, I, mean, I, would, I would just I would sort of I would agree with that to an extent, but I also disagree to an extent. I love this. Darren is very equivocal. It's, Darren's it's, on the fence. But... It, it's 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 subjective whether you like a movie or not. It is, but and it's... I, I I think there are a lot of people who tend to go out and say, well, that that's um, the Academy doesn't recognize um, uh, diversity and doesn't celebrate diversity. Um, and 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 I and I think that's true, and I think it's regrettable. But also, the academy is the academy. It is. If and... if, if 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 the academy doesn't celebrate diversity, 
change the academy. Yeah. Well, that's that's what people like Cheryl Boone's uh, and Isaacs are trying to do, where they're trying to basically... They've tried to remove voting privileges from older voters who haven't... I disagree with that. Really? Well, and did you not, did you not just say that uh, you wanted to make the academy more diverse? So what they're doing is they're taking voting rights no, away. No, I'm, 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 I'm not... I'm saying I'm saying that it would be better if the academy were more diverse. Yeah. And I'm, I'm 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 not saying we should say it's too many old people. It's too many old people, old too white many people. white people. So so all and too many males. So we're 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 going to take the oldest, whitest and malest of you <laughs> and stop you from voting and, for yeah, movies and like stop Axel you from Rage. Voting. Well, and, I think I think like, uh, I, 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 it's sure surely surely the academy is a um i mean I, you know more about the academy than i do but sure surely surely it's a um a a, a group that changes anyway no it's i mean lifetime membership and in fact it, it's it, this is why it's controversial it's the stuff like you had stuff like the academy have more members which is what what Boone and isaac are trying the to the do the argument yeah. that you should take people out because they're old or take people out because they, no, take people out because they haven't worked. Take people out because they're no longer in the business. The idea is that if you've gone a, a period of a decade, or maybe even two decades, without working on a film, um, you should uh, you lose the you retain all the other privileges. So you get invited to screenings, you get included on press lists, you get access to the films. You are still a member. You just lose the right to vote in the Oscars in the current year. Because I mean, one of the problems with the Oscars traditionally has been a lack of transparency in who they recruit and how. They only started admitting. Nobody knows. Nobody has a full list of who the Oscar, who the members of the Academy are, um, and they only started publicly. We're talking a lot about the Oscars, we by are, the way. We are. I, well, I, you'd I swear I, that the 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 nominees were released this week or something. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like too much fuss is made about the Oscars. It is. But it, it, it's it's often an opportunity for people to virtue signal and say, um, and 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 I I I, I agree. That there should that there like I've said I think um, uh, these sorts of things should be more um, representative, but yeah. they're not. Yeah. And and I I I, I think... genuinely don't know if you see if if you make a big deal of the Oscars not representing certain people, and then the Oscars um, represents re re represents those people. It's 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 not that they they've become more representative. It, it's just that they're trying to pander, and and, I, and and that seems to kind of def defeat the point. The, the the like what what I'm saying is that the academy is not representative, and so um, you should start making it representative. Yeah, by 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 having more uh, more yeah. more more members. Yes, which is what they're they're which, trying to do. Which uh, like younger members yeah. and people of of, of, of color and people and also who are women and also just people from different filmmaking backgrounds as well. Yeah, as opposed to looking within the Hollywood studio system, recruiting say foreign uh, actors and directors and recruiting those who work in the indie sphere and stuff like that. Yeah. And and they it's are twenty first century. It's a very easy thing to do. Yeah, it is, and they're trying to do that. Um, and one of the issues is that the older members have taken on to that, and that's why that's why that controversial, like trying to limit the access of the older members to voting rights decision was made. And I, I don't think it's unfair. I think that's another kind of prejudice. Okay. Um, and I don't think the answer to prejudice is more prejudice. Okay. Well, I, I have, and 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 I understand that 
This is a very long discussion of, it of is, diversity. But we're explaining I under, why, I understand, why Hacksaw Ridge made it. I understand in, I that there's a big difference between prejudice against the the disenfranchised and and the prejudice against the establishment uh, yeah. versus prejudice against the establishment. Well, we're not talking about prejudice against the establishment. We're talking about prejudice against people who are in their retirement. Yeah. We're not, in fairness, like, you're talking about prejudice. It's not like they're taking away a fundamental right. They're taking away a privilege. Like, it's not as if those guys, those... Well, people, people, people are claiming that the, that, the, um, that the lack of representation is betraying a, a, cert, a, a certain... Well, per, perhaps prejudice is the wrong word, but, but that it's um, betray, betraying a, a lack of... How would you say? How would I say, Andrew? I I don't obviously I don't know, but um, this 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 okay. is going off the rails. Apologies, but this is we're talking about like we're talking about Hacksaw Ridge and how, how Hacksaw Ridge ended up with an Oscar See, nomination, this, and it's because of those older older male yeah. viewers. This is what an, this is what annoys me about 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 the Oscars that it it it, it so quickly gets into a discussions about well, it. It's, it's like it's, football. It's like talking about football. You eventually talk about the mechanics. It's, it's of a it. contest. It's yeah. people deciding like. Whether about... whether 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 they think such and such is a good movie or not. Yeah. So the actors get to decide who they think are the best actors, and it's but and it's not even the only show in town either. Yeah. There's plenty of other like like the what? online film critics society awards it, to pick one for example. Exactly. Uh, so I mean, I yes, it would be better if 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 the Oscars were more represent representative. Is it something to be to be sad about? No. Okay. I don't think it is. I just think it's it's just it's just a te- it's just a television show about movies. All right. So so just to round up this ta- Oscar tangent, you still think La La Land should win? Everything. La La Land should win everything. If uh, the Ryan Oscars... Reynolds were in La La Land, I'd want him to win for Deadpool. Yeah. Um. All right then. My issue with it is that if those voters wanted to pick movies that appealed to them, those grounds, they should have gone with uh, more nominations for Hell or Water or more nominations for Silence. Anyway, so to wrap this up, Andrew, um, before we jump into the spoiler zone, would you recommend going to see Hell or High... So would you recommend going to see uh, Hacksaw Ridge? <laughs> that was a bit of a slip. It was uh, a bit of a slip. Or would you, ra- or would you rather go I see La La Land again? I would recommend people see Hell or High Water. Yes, uh, so would I. I wouldn't recommend people see Hacksaw Ridge because I don't think it's very good. Yes, I would bump it way down the list of the nominees if you're working through on that scale. So with that in mind, let's let's jump into see this. Arrivals before you see this. And, and we didn't even like Arrival that much. We didn't like it that much, but, but it was bolder. But, yeah, and and it was a movie with far less uh, uh, problems. Yeah, and. Uh, in, Actually in, had more things to say, I think. More, well, it's said what I wanted it to had, say. It's had a bit but better. I, I think, I, I, I think that there was so much material in Hacksaw Ridge that could have been. It, it, this could have been. This could have been a very, very good movie. Yeah. All right then. So we're back in the spoiler zone. So just in terms of talking a bit about the story, about the themes, and about stuff like that. So basically, this is the story of Desmond Doss. It follows him. It is the most cliched pattern of film ever like it it opens it begins at the end which is desmond doss being dragged off uh, okinawa with his legs bleeding yeah. um and covered in blood which is one of those you're the meant to catch the audience off guard it's like oh, we wonder how did he get there what happened how did he end up although obviously the answer is he's in a war um that's that's the spoiler that's the reason why his legs are covered in blood and he's being dragged out in a stretcher 
But somehow the movie thinks this is an image that will hold your attention for the next hour and a half until we get to this point. But then we flash back to his childhood. And as Andrew mentioned, it is the most cliche childhood ever. Oh, yeah. Everything in this movie is so horribly signposted. It's like, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Stand by me? Walk hard. It is. It, it <laughs> the, is. The, it's like the Walk Hard without, story. The, without the jokes. Yeah. Because it is. It's. There's a moment where he he decides on his course of nonviolence when he's having a fight with his brother in the backyard, and they're wrestling, and for some reason his father has left a brick in the middle of the backyard. It's. Hey, you know what? Um, like it, if it, 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 there's, I I think you're judging uh, that father harshly. It's always good to have a brick. Yeah. You never know when you'll need a brick. But it is, because it's, it's really strange, because the rest of the house, the rest of the house, the Dar- garden, are Dar- perfectly Dar- neat. Darren would never have a brick outside the front of his house. Yeah, it would and I feel like him. I'd be less for that. It would I'd, bother him. Yeah, I feel like I'd be lesser for that fact. But it's a perfect garden otherwise. Like, the grass has been cut. It's not like it's a dilapidated garden and the house is breaking down, or I there's a pile a of bricks or construction. It like it hadn't been um... mowed. But that that was a good, like, we're talking 20 feet away from where the kids were fighting. It looks like somebody just dropped a brick. I don't think I would be in shot either. Yeah, <laughs> It just dropped. It looks like somebody just dropped a brick in the middle of the garden. Like, good, will I bring the brick into the house? It's a good thing they did because he might have lost that fight otherwise. Yeah, because what happens? <laughs> That's is the point that wasn't really focused on. Andrew, he won. Andrew doesn't feel like Desmond focused on the right point after he bricks, <laughs> literally bricks his brother in the face and almost kills him. Um, which, I, I, like, both bo- both of us have brothers. We know we <laughs> we've we, been we know there. this is all par for the course. Yeah. I do like his father's philosophy, though. Like, when the mother's like, aren't you going to stop this? And he's like, well, if I stop it, I have to beat both of them. But uh, if I let it continue, well, then I only have to beat the winner. Exactly. Uh, that's some good parenting there. Yeah. And again, like, after this happens, Desmond goes into a room and he stares at the wall. And again, this is the most belabored imagery and symbolism. He stares at the wall, this little Ten Commandments picture. Uh, and it's a picture of Cain beating Abel. Yeah, with the words underneath the Sixth Commandment, Thou shalt not kill. Just in case you haven't got that he feels a little bad about this. It's like, um, and it's in like slow motion yeah, and you hear really Hugo Weaving, who, by the way, I I thought Hugo Weaving was quite good in this. I thought Hugo Weaving was great in this as well. Yeah. Uh, um, yes. His... I, 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 that would be like um, one of the shining lights in this movie. But the camera, so yeah, the camera zooms in, it's in slow motion and his father walks up behind oh, him with a belt. Beep. No, it's not even that. So bad. Yeah. It's like, you know I have to beat you now. Which, I'm going to be honest, I, I never had an abusive parent. So I don't know if that's how abusive parents talk. You, but part of me sort of gathers, if a parent walks into a room with a belt in their hands, looking angry, I feel like that communicates enough where this conversation is going. Yeah. I feel like having them say to the child, like in a way that you would talk oh. to somebody in work, you know I have to it's beat you now. the people watching this movie are simpletons. And and Mel Gibson knows that that they're that they're simpletons. Mel Gibson has so little faith in the audience that he has to say the reason the father is coming in with a belt in slow motion is because he's going to punish his child. Corporally. Yes. The, the reason um, that's, that's uh, Desmond Doss is a pacifist yeah is, is because he realises that he like, almost killed his brother should we talk a little bit about how impressionable and simple <laughs> Desmond, Desmond Doss, Doss is, is. Yeah. I feel like if it, 
there was a moment where they were watching where they were watching the oh, movie the newsreel, yeah. the newsreel so and a whole lot of swastikas come up and I, I was thinking is he going to be a Nazi now yeah he is just... he going to see it and be like I, I heard they had some very good arguments <laughs> very convincing rhetoric yeah um, because it is, because he decides to give blood because They're he has a... good Christians as well. They don't like the Jews. But he um, he decides, coincidentally, unrelated to the director of the unrelated film. Unrelated to the director of the film. That was in the original cut. They had to tone that down <laughs> to get it made. Yeah. Because um, it wasn't developed. Yeah, they couldn't make this a movie where he goes to Germany and fights the Nazis because the director of this movie... Yes, that's um, the only reason not to. Not because Desmond Doss was a was a hero. Oh, he could have found some. <laughs> let, let's be clear: when we talk about Desmond Doss, we're talking about the character. The real life Desmond Doss was a hero. Um, and yeah. Here's here's one of the things I actually like about this: they actually had to take stuff out of the movie because they felt it would be too unbelievable. Like, so for example, at you know at the start of the end of the movie, <coughs> where Desmond Doss is in, he's being dragged away on his little stretcher with his legs like shattered from the grenade having blown up. Yeah. Um, he's basically in real life. When he was on the transport on the way home, one of the other patients was suffering in agony. So he crawled out of his bed, his legs battered and bruised, along the ground, took some morphine and gave it to his fellow passenger uh, and then crawled back into bed, uh, crawled back into the stretcher. They, yeah. they actually had, they cut that out of the film because it seemed too unbelievable. So yeah, the real Desmond Doss is a hero. The version of Desmond Doss who appears in Hacksaw Ridge... Well, I, f- I felt like this movie could have ended a lot sooner than it did, because I I I don't I don't know if it was it was it was like do we want to talk a, like um out, a bit out of order because yeah, we, we 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 spoke about the way the way the movie ended basically the whole point of this is he he saved this this is Desmond of life, yeah, yeah. seventy five yeah. In, that's incredible. It is without that, picking up a gun. Without picking up a gun. In the killing... this is a remarkable story. Yeah. And then once once that has happened, there's this incredible moment where everybody is like, "Oh, is that uh, Goss the coward?" Yeah. Um, I was wrong about. I him. was wrong about him, and it's made very obvious in that. And he has this slow motion walk through his comrades, where what where they... it's almost like they're going to give him a slow clap, yeah. and it's like end the movie there and then say like um desmond doss Desma- Des- was 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 wounded in in combat he, he won he won the medal of honor etc yeah. they can even say the the, the 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 battle of okinawa or the battle of hacksaw ridge, ridge yeah. ended in such and such a way yeah. right we don't need to know that they beat the japanese don't we andrew <laughs> I they the movie takes so much pleasure in killing Japanese people. It really does. No, it not it, only takes so much. Ple- it takes so much pleasure in tr- making the Japanese seem monstrous. Which, oh yeah, which really struck me. Like there's a like, there 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 are rats in this movie, and then there are the Japanese people, and it's 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 there's more sympathy for the rats. There is like there's like I want to talk about because like, I I really love the battle scenes. I thought the battle scenes were very well constructed. And I thought they captured the horror of war very well. And I think that's something Gibson's direction does in general is it captures horror very very well. And there are moments where there are like legitimate jump scares. Um, but the jump scare is always there's it's a always Japanese a racial person. element. To yeah, it. there's always there's and, a Japanese and person. Link, we realize that obviously <laughs> in World War Two, in Jap- World War Two, Japanese were the enemy of 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 the United States, well, and and they did monstrous things. It, but 
it's, it's... there's something about the way that it, it dehumanizes them like there's there's one moment in particular where it really struck me and yeah. it was the moment where like up until this point like the movie is in theory very pacifist because it's Doss's story but but it really isn't yeah there's a moment where like what his drill sergeant uh played by Vince Vaughn has been like shot and his legs are wounded and so Doss has to drag him to the to the rescue point get him over the ridge and get him down and that that scene like at that point it becomes almost a superhero movie because Doss constructs like MacGyver's a toboggan so that Vince Vaughn can pick up a machine gun and fire backwards at the horse of the Japanese. Not only that, when Vince Vaughn goes over and Doss goes out over with him, the Japanese follow up to the ledge. And then there's this really awful moment in the film where the film seems to say, well, look, it's okay because our heroes get to, like, massacre some Japanese people at the ridge. It's the moment where they go, oh, my God, the Japanese are at the ridge, and everybody picks up their guns, and they fire wildly, and you get to see all this... this... Yeah, this is crazy. This is like a Three Stooges era uh, movie where it's like, oh, it's the Japs, let them have it. Yeah. Then the, the amount of times they... And and I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure this stuff... um, it it's is 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 not at all um yeah like uh, i'm sure I'm, sh- I'm sure it's representative yeah of the way people spoke about horribly about japanese people but it's not put across in any way uh, as if to make the audience yeah. think that there was anything wrong with that the amount of times they they talk about they talk about nips and yeah. they talk about japs this is a terribly uh racist movie yeah uh, with with ter- uh, terrible races throughout, and even even it's, it's, even even our hero, I mean, he has his strong religious convictions, but he also hates the Japanese. Yeah. Did he 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 took it personally when when Pearl Harbor happened, which is Reasonable I mean perfectly there. understandable. Yeah. But but, I, but he, he there is there is I think it's, he's it's, not he's he's not different in that respect, and we don't like we don't judge people from history. For, by for, our standards, by by our standards, of course we don't. But this is this this is a contemporary movie yeah. that could have been more intelligent in the way it dealt but, with these things and was patently not. That's not what that's not what really bothers me. Like I don't mind b- there being like racist characters in, in the film because it's it's set in the time. I don't mind the film but saying the racist and then they build on it. What's well, that? It's like oh yeah, the Japs they're horrible. It's, it's not that. They, it's not that that gets me though. It, what gets me is the fact that the movie is so solemn. And so serious and so convinced in its sort of its integrity. Like it's like pacifism is a good thing. War is a bad thing. And then on the at the same time, it takes such glee in murdering the Japanese. Yeah, it, it's really a... disconcerting. It's not like war is a tragedy for everybody who ends up fighting it, including, say, the Japanese soldiers who are equally conscripted. And, mm. and no, no, war is a tragedy for the Americans. Uh, but the Japanese, well, they're just cannon fodder they they get our we get a big hero moment where our characters machine gun them down it's horrible when our characters get gunned down but when they gun down the japanese that's something to cheer which really jarred with me so little balance yeah and and keep in mind that this this movie was this movie was made what in 2016 it was released here in 2017 to be fair now it's been in development Um, since 2002 but yes, yes yeah but it was it was made in the 21st Century. Tora 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 makes this like Tora 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 is is a balanced, nuanced piece of filmmaking compared to this. Yeah, but not like like that. That's that's showing war from both sides. Yeah. 
and 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 the the inhumanity and the humanity and 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 this is well, I mean, you want to talk about conservative Hollywood filmmakers. Like, Gibson is a conservative Hollywood filmmaker. So is Clint Eastwood. Do you reckon he's conservative? He's conservative. Yeah, do I think he is, Andrew? Um, yeah, yeah, I but, wonder. I wonder um, where he lies politically. But on the other hand, but like, take take Eastwood, who is himself, like, Eastwood is an admitted Trump voter. He spoke at the Republican National Congress. When he made a movie about, about the, Jap- the war in the Pacific, he made two movies. One from the American perspective and one from the Japanese perspective. Yeah. Uh, like, there is this, even today, like, we don't talk about the war in Pacific nearly, in the Pacific nearly enough. And I think there are lots of reasons for that. Like, we don't talk about it as much as we talk about Europe, for example. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that there has been some minor move forward in how we sort of perceive the Japanese. And I, the, the Imperial, Imperial Japan at the time. Mm. And it feels like Hacksaw Ridge, Hacksaw Ridge doesn't feel like a movie that's set during the 40s. It feels always like a movie that was made during the 40s. It really does. It, it's disconcerting in several ways, apart from the amount of gore that they get on screen, um, which I think is very effective. I actually really like the gore. I think that it makes war I don't know. So there, there was a point in the movie where one of Doss's comrades picks up um, a, a half a person. And runs with this with with oh with, as a shield yeah a human shield. with this dismembered body as as a human shield uh, while like uh, while leading while, the while making a yeah. war cry yeah and unloading his machine gun it <clears throat> that 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 there 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 is something to be said for for the use of 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 gore and for not shying away from it and showing the reality but this is fact. This is fantasy gore. This, this, this is like oh, this, this, this is, this is taking real pleasure in 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 gore. Okay. And there was there was a lot of um, there 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 was a lot of gratuitous gore in this movie. I don't know. I I thought like and again, this is keeping in mind all the stuff we just talked about with the presentation of the Japanese and the way the film treats the Japanese. I think the way that it treated the the allied casualties, like the way that it presented, um, like characters being ripped in half, and like the camera panning, and one one of my one of the better pans is is the one that pans from a disembodied leg up, a disembodied half upwards to the legs, which is one of those great disorientating shots. But like the presentation of war as a charnel field, as like a butcher shop, as something that is horrific and monstrous and grotesque. I, I I thought that was I think that's a very reasonable way to portray war, and I think that it's a much better way to portray war than many other films. Oh um, yeah, no, I'm I'm in agreement there, but I I think that 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 it's it's less to do with presenting the facts of war and more to do with Mel, Mel Gibson's <laughs> obsession with like like I I I don't know. I mean, it really does seem like. Gibson gets off on this stuff, and it's weird, and I don't like it. And 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 in another context, it might it 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 might be appropriate. But there are several moments in the movie where you realize, oh yeah, this is just Mel Gibson. This is just his this is just what he likes, this and I'm his... sure there are other people who like it too. But I mean, well, well, okay. I mean, it was nominated for an Oscar. He was nominated for an Oscar, and people do like it. And I think here's the thing, right? So I think you talk about gore in Gibson films, right? The obvious. The obvious example here is the Passion of the Christ. Right. So I think we should probably talk a bit about the religious themes of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think there is a very strong connection there. 
and it's it's really weird because Gibson was raised in a very traditional Christian environment. I think it was a very traditional Catholic environment uh, by his father, and I think that that plays through his films. Um, and I think that actually one of the more I love Apocalypto, and we'll, we won't get to talk about Apocalypto, but even Apocalypto has these themes. This idea of like the world as a place where horrible, horrible things happen, and spiritual spiritual transcendence is based upon the blistering and ripping of the skin. And I think there's a very strong element of that to Hacksaw Ridge in a way that doesn't necessarily make me comfortable. Like, I think there's a very strong religious element to this. Is like, Doss is presented as a man who uh, who very fervently believes in his religious ideals. Um, and he believes in God. And he believes that God has put him on Earth for a mission. And God has, you know, told him that it's, it, he needs to serve his country and he needs to fight this war. What? But without t- picking up a gun. And and what makes you think that, Darren? Is is it is it the moment where he says out loud, "What do you want me to do, God?" <laughs> or are, he says, or where he asks, "Are you God listening to, the... to me, God?" Yeah, it's and, like, and you... then you, and then I love the best thing about that bit though is that when he says, "Are you listening, God?" I don't think you're there, God. Speak to me, God. You then hear in the background going, "Help, help!" And you're like, "Ah, I see what they did there." Yeah. Silence Silence is another it, Andrew Garfield in Japan has a religious experience movie. Yeah. Uh, and it does it's not a subtle film, but it's more subtle than this. Yeah. If 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 and if if Andrew if, Garfield sorry, if Doss had looked at his Bible at that moment and You and get the it, sense it, that it would have blown he, open to a relevant passage or psalm. No, but what 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 I'm saying is that there there are like there are so many ways of expressing the things that this movie expresses in in subtle and interesting ways, and it refuses to, to be subtle or interesting <laughs> yeah. at every at every single point. This could have been such a profound movie. Yeah, here's the thing. Right? This is like this is when you, silence. I keep going back to silence, if only because it's really weird to have two prestige pictures released in the space of a single month, in which Andrew Garfield travels to Japan and sort of imagines himself as Jesus. Like, that's a very particular niche. Um, but it's like, because there is, there's the moment where Doss, Doss is likened to Jesus sort of repeatedly over the film. But my favorite, my absolutely favorite Jesus comparison in the film, and it's one that's so important that it both happens on screen and it's also repeated at the end of the film where Doss himself uh, speaks through recordings uh, from, I think, Conscientious Objector. Uh, but oh, where, yeah. he, where the, he finds a man who's like, I'm blind, I'm blind, I'm blind, I can't see, I can't see. And Doss proceeds to wipe the blood out of his eyes. Now, obviously, there's a very rational scientific reason that the blood and the mud were blocking his eyes and he couldn't see. But it's also Doss making a blind man see. Just in case you don't get that, am I Jesus moment. And there's also a very weird baptism Oh, there is, in slow motion. Slow Um, motion, where they're just washing him. The blood off him as well, because it's a Mel Gibson baptism scene. Um, But it is, and I remember you, like... Again, I've talked. I've talked about the joys of watching a movie with Andrew, where you sort of you get your own immediate reaction to it. But Andrew's reaction to particularly strong beats is almost visceral. Like you don't even need to look at it; you can almost feel it radiating. And there was a strong WTF moment when the water sort of caressed over Andrew Garfield's body, sweeping the blood from his toned abs uh, in a way that is is a little confusing. Yeah, the the. There were a lot of times during this movie where I just threw up my hands. 
Yeah. And like just what shook do I my head. Of, what do and, I make of this moment? Yeah. I mean there there was another moment where where I did this uh where I threw up my hands and shook my head and like turned to Darren as if to say, Can what you the believe going this? On here? When 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 they were in the dorm oh, yeah. um in boot camp and it was like every other boot camp movie in- you <laughs> have ever seen wait hold on so you're telling me that vince vaughn's drill sergeant may seem tough and aggressive but will gradually soften to respect our hero over the course of the film oh, oh and vince vaughn was terrible by the way that, 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 <laughs> i mean i mean I, f- I found him amusing but he the, in a cliched the, way the extent like at times but throughout like even even when when it was it was doing what other people have done better. Uh, yes. That's the worst thing about like when 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 you make all of these um, cliched choices. It's like, do you want to remind people of a better movie? Yeah, like when th- they're watching this movie that isn't that good. Yeah, like who's gonna say Vince Vaughn is my favorite angry grill a drill sergeant when Orly Ermy is like still the the gold standard? Yeah, and it it, it really is. It really is. And I mean, and the, the thing is even. I'm actually, I have to admit, I'm quite surprised. One of the, the few cliches that it avoided was the fact that when I talked earlier about somebody having a picture of their sweetheart in their Bible, it's Doss, and Doss doesn't die. <laughs> I was actually spent the entire, I spent the entire film waiting for somebody else in the unit to pick up their pocket and go, see her? She's my babe. We're going to get married when I get home. And then to get sniped through the head, because it is very much that sort of movie. They made <laughs> and, and three kinds of rice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to get it when I came home, but they just couldn't get the spices right. Yeah, um, yeah it was it was. But but at some point <laughs> it was like, that's Tex. It's like I felt like they should say he's from Texas. Texas. That's, That's why, why he's lassoing him. a rope around because he's from Texas and, and he's like a cowboy yeah. and his name is Tex. And I feel and like, like they, I feel like they don't. Hey, I'm Italian American. My favorite thing about Tex is that not only is again this is one of those show don't tell moments. Yeah. It's like he's introduced trying to lasso a smaller member of the group yeah. and like the camera. It isn't like the camera pans across the barracks and you see it in the background. It's like the camera focuses on this action yeah. for a good two seconds. But as uh, Doss is walking through the barracks, but then when they're introducing him. Like, the guy who's introducing the random members of generic team squad who will die over the course yeah. of the film says, oh, it's Tex. Uh, he'll teach you how to lasso a steer. And you're like, really? The character who was introduced throwing lasso over another member of the cast, he's from Texas, and he will teach people how to lasso. Yeah. I feel like... This this, this, <laughs> this is a motley bunch of guys, yeah. and it's fun. And it's... there's no... no None of these characters are... are, are in any are, way developed. Yeah, they, it's it's oh god. This is Tex. Like, His hobbies include hey, being from Texas. Hey, I immediately don't like you, and we're gonna have some problems. But over the course of the next hour and thirty minutes, I'll learn to respect your pacifist views. Yeah. It's oh god. It really and, is. Um, can we can we yeah. can we talk about Andrew Garfield? Because oh, I like I, Andrew Garfield. I like Andrew Garfield too, but he he is people are giving him plaudits, even people who don't like the movie, and what they say is uh, his portrayal of that person that it's so different, and that 
that that that the way that Andrew Garfield captures that kind of simple innocence, Forrest uh, Gumpiness. Yeah, yeah, it, pretty much. I mean, I mean, the the he's 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 a a harmless character, and and um, I don't I don't know if it's that different from other characters that Andrew Garfield has played. Really? You don't think as opposed to, I think the social network, for example, is his big one. I think yeah. that's quite different. Where where he plays a a naive, trusting naive, young man. Kind of trusting young man. It's a who's different kind of... sort of naive, trusting young man. Oh yeah, yeah. But it but it, it 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 this this seems like the kind of thing that is just in Andrew Garfield's wheel you know, wheelhouse. Is. Is. And that it's not really much of a um It is and it's much a... of a stretch for him. I think he did a fine job. Yeah. But but I I, I I I don't think it's Oscar it's, worthy. It, yeah, and I I like when what was that movie? I don't think it got nominated. It was, Sally Field was in it. Oh, my and, name is Darth. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was an interesting sort of departure for for for, for her for her. Yeah, this wasn't I don't think no. an interesting departure for for Andrew Garfield. No, like I mean, so I so I don't understand the people who. The people who even the people who didn't like this movie who say oh, what well, wasn't he fantastic in that it's like that's just andrew garfield yeah. do, doing w- one of the things, things that, that andrew garfield is good at yeah i mean like i i don't think he deserves a nomination i think he was good but i think he was good not because he's like a particularly brilliant actor i think he's he's a very good actor but i think because this is in his wheelhouse like it's not even that far removed from silence no which is no, again, like, like i haven't seen silence but even from could, the trailer i yeah. can tell that he's doing naive a, young religious man who exactly. earnestly believes and will find his belief tested by the horrible horrors that he finds in japan it's, while serving christian ideals it's I like mean, the way tom cruise every 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 tom cruise movie <laughs> it stars tom cruise uh, as his, tom cruise yeah it's somebody uh, <laughs> it's that rich hall bit about so he's a fighter pilot pretty good fighter pilot until he has a crisis of confidence and then a woman saves him. So there's this guy. He's a, he's a race car driver. He's pretty a pretty good, good race. Car. Yeah. He's a lawyer. He's a pretty good lawyer. <laughs> Until he's he a has secret... a crisis of confidence. <laughs> yeah. And it is a little Until bit some like woman that. can come along. And... Yeah. So it's a little bit like that, except Garfield is much more. I would love to have been Andrew Garfield sitting there when his agent's like, I've got two great scripts for you. Okay, I want you to tell him about me. Okay, so you go to Japan. Yeah. You're a Christian. Yeah. You begin to think you might be a little bit like Jesus. Yeah. You uh, have a spiritual crisis of faith. Yes. You refuse to partake in action that will harm other people. Yes. Which one are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about both of them. Yeah, he, he, Agent calls him back. So, yes or no? Which, uh... uh oh, yeah, the, the, the one in Japan. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh, um... He hung up. <laughs> I guess he's doing both. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we won't have to move him that far anyway. No. Um I kind of like to think that that's what that's what happened. It was like Mel Gibson it's, and Martin Scorsese were aside filming. Aside from uh, aside from the sense I get that this that a lot of this was on a green screen. No, it was, I, 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 it was shot in Australia, so it was shot in the Pacific. Like there, there, there was the moment in it where they were they were stretching him down oh, yeah. from Hacksaw Ridge, and it's like if if you can't make that shot look good. Don't and then just don't do it. That's why, like, I can't understand. This is the one where it's that... on the reel as opposed to trying to. So they're like reeling him through the sky. Reeling him through the sky, yeah. and it's like that. It's not necessary. Yeah. They, 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 they wouldn't have needed a green screen if all it was was just kind of um... blue sky overhead, which is what it is. Yeah, so it, just it, just but... shoot it outside between two trees. Yeah, 
Then, but uh, Darren and Andrew direct movies. If you want to give us like eighty million dollars, um, we would love to do something well, we interesting. We couldn't do any worse than this. Harsh. I, I, uh, I no, honestly, we'd probably do a lot worse. We would probably this. do a lot worse. And For I, other reasons. <laughs> no, I, I maintain that Gibson is a technically talented director. That shot notwithstanding. But I think that they're uh, like... I don't know. No, like, I even like, love like the little shot of the camera where they're crawling up, you know, they're crawling up the netting and the camera pans over them to like the hellscape that is Axel Ridge. There was, there was, there was... It feels like the credits should roll and the clouds should part and then the title card should appear. There was one thing I enjoyed where it was from the vantage point of like the sights on 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 the sniper machine. Oh, well, no. on a machine gun as well. Oh. There was uh, I think it was looking. No, it wasn't looking down the sight. It was looking along the chamber yeah. as the thing was just kind of rocking up and down. Yeah. Um. There's. Yeah, Gibson likes his likes his likes his really heavy hardcore violence. Yeah, um, but no. So I mean, okay. Um, and in terms of, I think it is a movie about faith, and I suspect that's why Gibson was drawn to it. Yeah, but but it's, it's not a particularly it's, nuanced. It, yeah, and also it's not about any kind of faith that's particularly nuanced. No, it's 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 not about it's not about somebody who has faith and also has thoughts about that faith. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. It's somebody who's taking who's who who's taken a very admirable but also very simple stance and and refuses to compromise on that. Yeah. And and it's and there's no kind of there's no there's no sense in which in which his his faith has any conflict with his his, his rationality. Yeah. Because it uh, the way it's portrayed in the movie is that he doesn't actually think too much about things. But and he has very strong convictions on 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 this on this one thing. Well, I go I go a little bit further than that. I say there are like there are pot- moments that are potentially interesting in there, in where he does seem to have minor conflicts of faith. So, for example, the bit where he's in the the prison cell and he's contemplating will he plead guilty to disobeying orders and sort of plead out and mm. accept that he won't serve in the war. And there's a moment where it seems like he's willing to do that, and then he suddenly at the last minute decides he's going to plead not guilty. Um, and you never see why that decision's made. You never see like what occurs on the way there. Is it that he sees his sweetheart and she says, I love you to him? Is it that he's just in the room and he has to make a decision? Is it that he doesn't like the aftershave that Vince Vaughn's wearing that morning? Like it's um, slow motion. Yeah, slow motion convinced him. I yeah, think. what are we going to what are we going to do? Well, we could have him just say out loud as he's walking. Well, what's. What, what his thought process is <laughs> yeah. or we could just do it in slow motion and hope that these yeah. schlubs in the audience will can catch. understand that or we've we'll been so good it. to them so far or we'll keep up with it until the lawyer who by the way i love how sleazy his lawyer is uh his lawyer only appears for two seconds but has a really bad comb over and a terrible mustache yeah. just in case you don't get that i you know jag officers are not real soldiers i wonder um if andrew garfield looks at him and thinks mustache home over <laughs> this guy the, this lawyer of mine i'm not so sure if i trust him because he kind of looks a bit like hitler yeah therefore i should do the opposite of what he says there's also the moment where he's up on he's, he's, his lawyer has one of those little pepe pins yeah <laughs> he's he's when he says it's all right he says it's alt-right. <laughs> but um and there's also a moment where he's up on hacksaw ridge and he has that moment of doubt that we talked about where he's like god God, are you listening? I don't feel like you're talking to me. I don't feel like you can hear me. The only problem with the film is that it doesn't extend that moment. 
Like, it's it's not like a real crisis of a faith that happens to a person where they stare into the long, dark abyss mm. and they have to wrestle with these questions themselves. Because, I, I mean, we, I think we both sort of, we both have, like, wrestled with questions of faith and spirituality before. And it is something that's interesting and it's very personal. But in the world of Hacksaw Ridge, when a person like Doss wrestles with their faith and their belief, the answer comes in 10 seconds. It, yeah. it's, it's it's very frustrating. And it, as you said, it is something that could be interesting, but which feels ultimately shallow, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of my favorite movies is The Mission. Yes, we've talked about it, actually. The Mission's a yeah. great film. Adore The Mission. Yeah, which is, which, is a, which is a movie about faith and says interesting things about faith and about religious institutions. Yeah. There is, there, there is, there. So, so, so there's so much. Um, well, there's so much there to unpack, and I mean, yeah. And we're like, this is interesting because we're talking about how the Japanese are sort of othered and monsterized over the course of the film. Like, there's an interesting contrast or exploration they made about, say, Doss and Doss's faith in religion, as contrasted to, say, the Japanese faith in the empire or in the emperor. You know, as this embodiment of of like a divine presence or as this this absolute. But the film never does anything like that. The film never sort of, like, explores questions of faith or ideas. In fact, like, the movie ends with, like, Doss effectively converting his entire military unit. Like, the entire military unit end up waiting for him to pray. Uh, and they say that they won't go up without him, even though they respect that he will take the Sabbath day up for himself. Like, the end of Hacksaw Ridge seems to be that Doss is basically Jesus and he's converted his military unit. And that maybe has something to do with why the Allies won Okinawa. Like, mm. it's not a very subtle religious film, and it's not a very subtle religious message. And I find something very crude in that. And I mean, I, I say that as somebody who's not, like, I'm not an atheist. Um, I'm agnostic. I feel I'm open to belief, and I like films that deal with spiritual themes. But, like, the religious themes of Hacksaw Ridge are so so overt and on the nose and so simplistic yeah and and so straightforward and so like you get the sense that this is like this is almost something that you can see being shown like in churches and and, yeah. and sort of like in Sunday I, that's the audience for this no yeah. no nobody who feels ambiguous about religion is going to be made to think about their, the their is, is about spirituality based yeah. on watching this movie no. nobody this is about Doss's beliefs being vindicated and accepted by the heathens who yeah. othered him and bullied him and who didn't accept his beliefs initially. Yeah, I, I, I think somebody without religious beliefs can have a lot of admiration yeah. for, 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 for the person of Doss and for the character I of Doss in this movie. Well, I, I have a tremendous respect for Doss. Absolutely. But I think the way that it's portrayed in the film it is very much a conversion. It's, it's yeah. very much a, a statement that's not spiritual but religious which is it's an interesting distinction to make but i think you sort of understand when i when i say when i say it yeah cuz 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 there's 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 not a great deal of um yeah yeah i i i um <laughs> probably the, the listeners are wondering what what is andrew saying right now I'm not saying anything what is andrew <laughs> andrew's remaining cautiously silent like the god in silence but not the god in, um, not the god in Hacksaw Ridge. No, no. Um, all right then. So I because think... the god in Hacksaw Ridge definitely exists. Oh, he definitely there's exists. There's no question at any point. Um, but there, the, there's... there's also no question about why, if he exists, he allows this to happen, which is really disconcerting. Well, like one we, of the central we, tensions. We could go into a rabbit hole there. Yeah, one of the central tensions in in Silence is does does the god of Silence exist? 
And if the god of science exists, why does he allow the suffering in the movie to take place? In Axel Ridge, the, the answers to those questions are yes, he does exist. And shut up, stop asking questions. Well, God, um, I mean, I, I think the way the way that um, Hacksaw Ridge would answer that question is it is. Let let me let me put forward something in defense of Hacksaw Ridge. Okay, and which is odd, yes. and it's um, it's approach to the problem of evil in right. the world. Das yeah. is living in a world where both sides um, are doing nothing but killing each other and destroying the world together. Yeah. Um, uh, at war. And and let's not forget that, that, that the US drops the atomic bomb. Yeah, and and, and that they um in in turn the the Japanese, uh, Japanese in concentration camps. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 this 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 is this is a movie that takes place in 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 a world where evil is being perpetrated almost globally. Yeah, but I don't think it captures that though. I'm not no, no, it doesn't. It. Okay, but how anyway. how how however, this puts forward as the hero of the movie, a person who decides to do what they can to to make the world better. And to 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 improve things, and 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 part of the grounds for 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 his actions is 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 his faith, and I think a a, a faithful person would say that they get a lot of strength yeah. to to um, to combat the evil in the world as through they see faith, it yeah. through 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 their faith. Yeah. Now that can that 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 can go wrong for a lot of people. Yeah, and often a lot of the time. Well, that's a value-neutral sort of belief. Like, yeah, like it can be used for and good or for ill. Exactly. So when it, when it when when then then it, that comes down to what well, what do you consider yeah. evil? Yeah. And and then then is where you have a lot of problems with with um, people imposing their beliefs upon others. Exactly. Yeah. But this this is a very simple yeah. example of something of something Killing that can be that can be very yeah. Yeah, and that that's something I think very few people would. And agree that's on. that's a one response to to the problem of evil is that we're all given this free will and this choice of what are you going to do with your life? Are you going to make the 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 the, the world better? Yeah. And uh, if 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 it weren't a choice. Um, and we were all forced to 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 be good by our very nature, and to never to 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 never kill. And if there were no no wars, then there would be no um, praiseworthiness, I suppose, in 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 making the world a better place. It's, it's it's it's. I feel like we're getting back to that discussion we had in Arrival about the man with his body being beaten constantly against the rock. And Andrew's like, there's there's meaning and virtue in that, and I'm like just. Stop beating him against the rock. I'm like, if if you could create, if that world existed, which is a purely hypothetical world, I don't think well, that lack of praiseworthiness think, is is anything near a justification for it. Like, I think that, like, well, I I I I don't I don't think that that that's, that if the world if 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 nothing bad ever 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 happened in the world, we wouldn't be going around saying, "Isn't it great 
that nothing bad ever happens in the world. It would never even occur to us. Yeah. Did and you like, asked it, as if that would be a bad thing. I think I think I think Darren Darren is a is 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 a very good person and 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 takes this very seriously. I th- I th- I think I think he would like if it if it weren't such an effort. Is that what is that is that what I'm getting? If this were just the default. Yeah, if 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 everybody were like him, Darren's life would be a lot easier. No, that is not what it is at all. A thank you Andrew for making me seem like a massive jerk. I'm like I'm like Desmond Doss if Desmond Doss didn't actually do anything heroic and just acted really smug and superior. Uh, that's what Andrew seems to be saying. No, not at all. Um but yeah, I do I do, I do think that there's a tendency when we talk about like suffering and angst and stuff of making it seem virtuous and worthwhile by saying that it allows us to contrast with good. It's that whole good wasn't wouldn't exist without evil argument where I'm kind of like, well, look, there'd be good and there'd be okay. It's like ice cream. Ice cream is generally pretty good, but it can also be great. It doesn't matter that it's rarely awful. Like, there doesn't have to be a proportionate scaling of good, bad, and evil for the thing to matter, or good, bad, and, you know, great for something to measure up. Like, I think that if, if people were capable of being decent to one another, I think good acts would still be good. I think that it would still be possible to make the world a better place. Uh, in fact, I think if the world were a good place populated by good people, it would be easier to make the world a better place. So, um, But this is all completely hypothetical. Exactly. Because and, the world and, is a terrible and, place. Yeah. It's, it's, that, 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 that's why, the, why, why is there evil? Yeah. Um, there is. That, that, there, yeah. there, 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 there simply is evil. Yeah. Now, um, and I feel like that's when, an answer and, rather than trying to justify it. But, but, but how, how are you going to? What are you going to do about that? Is, yeah. is, is the fundamental question for, yeah. for, for, for a person or for a person of faith? Yeah, and I do think I think that yeah, you're right. I think in terms of Hacksaw Ridge, in terms of constructing defense of Hacksaw Ridge, and what it does reasonably well is it does portray that like. We talked about how Doss in the film seems like within walking distance of Forrest Gump. Yeah. In terms of like Very. in terms of the connection between basic decency and uh somewhat I don't wanna say naivety. Naivety is probably the best way to describe it. Um uh, Well it's difficult to be naive when you've seen the things he has. I think yeah. I think Leonard Malton was making this point. Um uh this is the only part of research that I've done for this. <laughs> You're probably wondering where's where's Andrew getting on his Sally Field reference? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you you haven't seen my name is Doris. I haven't. Oh, okay, well, we you may would watch never that. tell. <laughs> um, well, let's all have the bag now. It's quite good. Um, I I got a screener as part of the um, the OCS, one of the few awards bodies you can trust. Um, you were wondering why I mentioned the online film critics because I didn't have the Oscars. But anyway, shameless plug. Shameless plug. Um, yes, Darren officially has a critics card. But anyway, um, so yeah, you were talking about Leonard Moulton. Yeah. Before we got off on that tangent. And now I have no idea what he said. He was saying about Doss and the simplicity and the naivety oh, after yeah, what yeah. he'd he, seen. He, 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 was, he was making the point that he he corrected himself, I believe, to um, uh, fresh-facedness or, or, or something. Um, the, the way, the way um, Garfield plays this, yeah. um, to, to, to say that it's a naive character would perhaps um, miss the point. Although I think it is shocking to Doss when when he's when he's um, exposed to all of the terrible things that that are 
uh, that, that are, are going on. But they would be shocking to everyone else. I, I mean, they're 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 shocking to all of the other characters as well. The point is that he gets up and he goes on with it. He he's he's not so naive as 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 to be um, completely shaken to his core once once yeah. the once the shooting starts. Yeah. Well, so I so I I I I think I think he's. Like he's a very courageous person, and does 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 that does that come from um, I parts during this movie, you wonder if some of his, and this is going to sound terrible because Doss is a real person, yeah. but the way it's portrayed in this movie <laughs> forces you to wonder, is it just that he's really stupid? <laughs> so like the the, the um, is he he running through like a hail of gunfire because, because he's not cognizant yeah, of the danger? Yeah. I think he's quite it, cognizant would, of the and danger. because at one point he's about to run across the road and nearly gets knocked down twice. <laughs> is he? Is, <laughs> that's actually I hadn't picked up on that. That's actually yeah. a great analogy. That's actually that is actually to be fair to the movie. If that was intentional, and I'm not sure that it was, it's a very effective sort of way of foreshadowing. It's like, yeah. maybe Doss isn't like as brave as we think he is. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he just likes stepping out in front of traffic. It's like, he, in fairness, he didn't do rifle training, so he might not know how dangerous those guns <laughs> those rifles are. work. Yeah. I do wonder what Doss did during rifle training, actually. Uh, but anyway. Um, Clean latrines, I guess. <laughs> from, from what the movie gives of us. Uh, or got beaten up. But anyway. Um, Actually, interestingly enough, Doss wouldn't sell. Doss was very sort of conscientious uh, even after um, the, the war was over. He wouldn't sell the rights to his, his story until he was sure that it would be told um, in a way that was respectful and didn't valorize warfare. That's why it by, took so by long. By a note of that, he said. <laughs> by a note of that. Well, keep, keep in mind that Doss passed away in 2006, which would have been around... Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, so I don't think it's fair to lay that at Doss's sort of... No, 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 no. Um, in I'm, any way, I'm, shape, I'm, or form. I'm, 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 being, I'm being facetious. Okay. But, um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's fascinating. And the one of the... Actually, one of the, It's apparently fact-checked. The movie is incredibly accurate to to the accounts of events given by survivors and by Doss himself and by everybody involved. Perhaps the biggest difference is that the movie's the movie's portrayal of Okinawa, unsurprisingly enough, given that that's the point at which both of us are divided, um, because the reality of fighting in the Pacific was that you had lots of islands that were very far apart from one another, and so it was conventionally. The American GI serving in the Pacific during the Second World War would only see 10 days of combat in a year because they would spend the rest of the time either uh, preparing for combat, traveling between destinations, or securing ground. Uh, For a point of comparison, in Vietnam, a soldier would be expected to see 240 days of combat in a year. Um, And what actually happened is the events depicted in the film in Hacksaw Ridge did not happen. The movie structured to make it seem like they happened over a really intense three days. I believe in reality they happened over the course of a month, if not two. Um, well, I suppose at the start of the movie, there is you you see that there is reg- that there are regiments who are coming back from the fighting. Which again is another war movie cliche. It's, yeah. it's actually it's from Platoon. Platoon is what I think of when I saw that that scene. That's the one where like Charlie Sheen in Platoon. It's much better because Platoon opens with Charlie Sheen passing the veterans coming back. And yeah. ends with him as a veteran passing the new recruits. Yeah. So you get that nice sort of sense of structural bookend that I don't think this has. Um, but yeah, you do get that sense that the... they're they're almost a resupply. Yeah. And and when they they're not storming the beach because that's already happened yeah. quite 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 a while ago, presumably. Yeah. No, well, I mean, the, yeah. The... So I I mean I think I think it's 
it shows that the Battle of um, Hacksaw Ridge perhaps happened happened over a number of days. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, even even Doss's experiences, they they've been sort of compacted as well. But I think that's. I wonder if that's one of the reasons why we were talking about earlier about why the Pacific uh, isn't as popular as the uh, the Western theaters. I wonder if part of it is because of obviously the shadow cast by the atomic bomb, and there's obviously not a, an eagerness to discuss that. Um, but I also wonder if part of it stands the fact that it was as wars go, it was more in line with say Vietnam um, than with say conventional warfare or the heroism that you'd see in Europe like the narratives that you'd see in Europe. So it, it's a lot harder to build. Like I think if you, do you remember, historically speaking, when you've had projects that explore the war in Europe compared to projects that explore the war in the Pacific. So for example, um, Saving Private Ryan yeah. and Thin Red Line came out at the same time. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan was by far the more successful and popular film. Yeah. You had stuff like but Band, Band of Brothers. I think it was far and, more conventional than the Thin Red Line. It was, and, and perhaps that reflects the experience as well. And I think that, say, stuff like the miniseries like Band of Brothers, yeah. which was set in Europe, yeah. and then from the same producers, The Pacific, which was set in the Pacific, Band of Brothers had a much bigger cultural impact because it was a much more conventional story that was told in a much more conventional way. Yeah. And I do sort of wonder if one of the issues with sort of recognizing the Pacific, and it's interesting because the Australia has argued that, and Australia historically has argued that the Pacific theater has been ignored or overlooked in narratives and stories and the mythology of the Second World War. I wonder if that's part of the reason, and, and that that's maybe, like you can see that in Hacksaw Ridge and the structuring of the narrative to make it more conventional. Uh, maybe maybe part of it is um, the issue of like I would imagine I would imagine that that it would be something that would be uh, right now nowadays for portrayal on the silver screen but not in the way that this movie has done so because in 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 ways in which America could ask itself questions ab ab about about its involvement um, um as in um in in World War Two movies set set in Europe, there's a very um, clear um, moral framework in that. Yeah, thing. Nazis are the bad guys because yeah. they have skulls on their hats. And I suppose like this, this, like, this, this, this is. Um, well, this I mean, is also um, to be entirely clear. We should be very clear that Imperial Japan was in in many ways just as as obviously evil as Nazi Germany. In terms of the rape of Nanking, in terms of Unit Five Seven Three One, in terms of say their action in the Philippines and stuff like that. So just to be to be clear, in case it, people are worried that we're sort of skirting over that. Yeah, I think people are less familiar with that. No, they are less familiar with that. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Anyway, go ahead. No, but that that's um, it. Seems it seems like with um, movies being made these days um, about the the war with Japan um, or the war in the Pacific. That maybe um, it would be a it would be an opportunity for I guess Hollywood to to put a mirror on um, well to tell more complex yeah moral yeah. narratives to to, like to, to 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 question elements of the of the American involvement in the yeah, war yeah and the myth that built up around it because World yeah. War Two World War Two is interesting in terms of history because it's the good war yeah it's the war in which uh, the Allies are entirely justified because of the horrors that were being committed by the other side. That doesn't exist with, say, Vietnam, uh, which yeah. has been described as the first war that America lost, for example. Or that doesn't exist even if you go back to Korea. Or if you go if to you Iraq fight enough wars, you're bound to lose one. <laughs> <laughs> Statistically speaking. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think that World War II has that sort of unimpeachable myth of the greatest generation. Yeah. Um, and I think that the, the Pacific theater in particular is a nice way to explore that. And I don't think 
Hacksaw Ridge does. I think Hacksaw Ridge takes something that is complex and makes it very straightforward and very simple yeah. and very conventional. I don't and know. There are moments in it in which in which it exposes the I don't think it does actually. What I was going to say is is that there are moments um where it confronts the inhumanity of the um allied soldiers. Yeah, yeah, but 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 yeah. really really no. Like like the only example I can yeah. think and it was very brief and very subtle well, is um, yeah, the same one. Yeah, yeah, you almost miss it because um uh it says, "Oh yeah, um Dos has been sending down soldiers. He even sent down a few Japanese. They didn't make it. And there's an obvious implication behind that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if there's really very much um, judgment goes on in that. No. I, I don't know if... if like, well, it's, I mean... It's, 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 it's almost as if... You know how good he is? He even saved Japanese people. But don't worry. But we obviously we killed them. Yeah. Uh, um, and this is this is something like we're talking about how graphic and how grisly Hacksaw Ridge is like the fact that it chooses not to show that or the fact that it chooses to relegate that to a single line of throwaway dialogue from a minor yeah. character like suggests that perhaps there is something uncomfortable in the way that it approaches like yeah I don't know, uh, the, I don't know. the this I, I, I really do think that in a lot of ways this is not just this is not just a movie that's not that great in some ways this is I like this is I've a talked, horrible movie. I've told. I think we, through talking about it, we think your opinion or estimation of it seems to have gone through the floor. Yeah, I, I mean, like I, I think I said something in defense of this movie, and I, I think there are things you can say in Take defense. Take that, of this Hugo movie. Weaving. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, no, like, 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 I thought Hugo Weaving was quite good. I thought the whole. Um, I thought he was even and, if even if the scene introducing Hugo Weaving was him <laughs> pouring out drinks for his body, his buddies at their graves. Oh yeah, no, that, which is that, the most cliched introduction of a veteran. Character. I don't think that's Hugo Weaving's fault. No, it's not at all Hugo Weaving's fault. The fact that he does great work while doing it those must have is, been difficult. Yeah. The 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 oh. any anyway the the, the um. What I was going to say is, yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's it's a bit of a horrible movie in 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 in, in a lot of ways. I mean, the the just the, the the it goes to great lengths to portray the the inhumanity of the Japanese. I think as a people, almost yeah, like 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 when 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 the when they finally um, surrender. surrender there are a few people come up with white flags. with white flags, and then you see like a close up of his a face, smirking. and he just smirks and snarls, yeah. and then it's not, like, it's not even like this is a horrible thing. Yeah, it's not even like this is a horrible thing we feel we have to do to prevent them from killing us or murdering us or defiling us. It's like no, no, this is our last chance to kick him in the nads. Oh yeah, yeah, and we're really going to enjoy it. Like yeah. there, there is a way of portraying that as if to say it's this is it's. A it's a tragedy that these people were so radicalized and yeah. so um, afraid of surrender. Or yeah, sort of... and so partisan. Yeah, and um, the zealotry yeah. involved in that—that that, that that they were flying their planes into in in into boats and that they were like blowing themselves up. Um, there's something. There's something uh, unsettling about that. Yeah. And that's it, not what that's not what Hacksaw yeah. Ridge says. Hacksaw Ridge seems to uh, say, "Look, this is what's 
This is this is yeah. why it's so important to defeat the Japanese, and you shouldn't trust them when they surrender. Yeah, it's 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 not just that there's cultural differences between no, it's us and evil. them. It's yeah, they like they. It's a Bond villain smirk you get. You get it's like a ha. It's one last kick in the teeth. And it's such it's such a mean spirited movie in yeah. that respect. It is. Yeah, did it's it's it's. It's 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 it seems like this is a movie made by somebody who doesn't care for the Japanese people. I don't know if that's unfair, but that's the way the movie came across. Okay. All right. Well, with the I, point I, that... I, that that's something that I well, I mean I mean uh, I did I, you you can't you can't you can't deny the the no, experience I, no, I, I, of I the movie. I can't deny it. I can't deny it. I wouldn't cast aspersions on the no, people I who made the movie. No, I wouldn't cast but... aspersions on the movie, but there 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 are ways to 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 make a movie in a way that is sensitive yeah. and there's a way to make movies in a way that's mean-spirited yes. and in uh, insensitive, consciously insensitive. consciously insensitive yeah. and almost flouting its insensitivity. Um music wasn't very good either. Music was very obvious. Like yeah, the music so the, obvious. The, it, 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 it I want you matched, to feel sad now. It matched the movie perfectly. <laughs> Um, in case the character is actually spelling out what was happening after the movie had shown you what was happening, well then just listen to the soundtrack and the movie will tell you how you should feel in response to this. Yeah. Who um who was the actress who who, who... oh tr- who played his his wife to be? Yeah. Uh, Teresa Palmer. Um, she's an actor who unfortunately has never really had great material to work with. Yeah. Um, she tends to get cast in a lot of these. Um. A lot of these sorts of thankless uh, wives and... Uh, yeah. Like she was in... I think the best role I've seen her in was... You remember the movie where she was... Where the zombie was like... Is it Dead Like Me? Or Warm Bodies. That's the one. Yeah. But she tends to pop up in stuff like... She's the girlfriend in Say the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Or I Am Number Four. She's one of the sidekicks in there. Uh, yeah. She's like love and honor. All that sort of stuff. She was... Uh, Wish You Were Here. Oh, I forgot she was in Wish You Were Here. She's in Knight of Cups, uh, for example. She was in the remake of Point Break. Meaning she can't catch a break. She was in Lights Out. She was actually very good in Lights Out. I know. Thank you very much. She was in Lights Out, which is really good. Lights Out is a, a movie I would recommend. It's from the writer of Arrival. And it's actually much better than Arrival. Um, and it's a similar sort of concept. It's a horror movie driven by a high concept. And it's a very clever high concept. And it's got okay. some very good performances. She's really good in it. And uh, Mario Bella. Who plays her father? Uh, plays her mother. You're listening to the Oracle people. <laughs> yeah, so go see it. Go see Lights Out. Um, if you're looking for your Threes of Armor fix, um, yeah, and we all should be really. We all should. Yeah, be. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that I dislike her for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, but 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 I would be interested to see her in um in another movie to so see to compare. see to see kind of what she's made of. I think that's really it. Um, do you think that's really it? Is there anything more sort of jumping out at you apart from so you you liked so you go weaving you liked Teresa Palmer yeah I liked Andrew Garfield I'd you say... didn't I thought that uh, you thought that Vince Vaughn was terrible I thought he was there yeah well I say terrible like he, he hit he's... all the cliches yeah he yeah. didn't but then again like it's very difficult to escape that as yeah. an actor in this movie yeah you I can... I feel I feel like you don't feel like there was a moment where Mel Gibson was like see I want you to be less cliched Vince no. No, I, I mean there were, there were parts there were parts of Hugo Weaving's performance that 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 were kind of stop. Uh, yeah, there, and there were parts that were almost verging into being nuanced as well. <laughs> but um, they, and there were moments that felt like the father from the Dewey Cox. Wrong son went to war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, um, 
as I said at the beginning, it's a great story. Go, 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 go out and 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 look them up. Yeah, and I'm sure there's actually a great story to be made of. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, in the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter, Darren underscore Winnie. You can follow Andrew on Twitter at A Q U I N N I U Q A. Um, and then you can yes, hit. You can. You can indeed. You can hit up the podcast as well. Yeah, uh, at the two fifty, uh, spelt using real letters. Um, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, please feel free to give us a five star rating, leave a review, share with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, we yeah, will... we're already ha- have, having lots of feedback, and it's great to have. It really is. It really is. Thank you very much, guys. All right. Well, we will probably because this is a bonus episode. We don't normally say what's coming next week, but I suspect next week we may be talking about Manchester by the Sea. We may. But we'll play it by ear. All right, take it easy, guys. See ya.